Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Fifth test is here, and it was a very interesting day. It started pretty average for the Australians, and they definitely reined it back in. It was a very topsy-turvy one with you know, Aussies end up in a really good position at seven for just over 200, and then the tail did wag, and Chris Wax just keeps doing his thing. Mark Wood seems to get 15 or 20 pretty quickly and kind of just get a nice partnership together with, with who he's with. Um, and the Australians there lost one late in the day of Warner, but one down for 61. Ends them in a solid position, and, and Winviz has them ahead in this game slightly. I'd probably have it pretty even at this point. You know, I think 283 will be solid. It's a pretty nice batting wicket. It'll just it'll depend on the conditions over the next few days as to what uh, England can do with the ball. But yeah, a very positive start for the Australians there. And we'll get straight into it, obviously. I, I don't really see much chance of a draw in this one, unless there is going to be rain about, but it doesn't seem to be the way. Let's just start it off with with the drop catches, unfortunately. There, there were a few. And the biggest one, we'll highlight it, obviously, is, is Alex Carey's drop of Harry Brook. He just misjudged it, unfortunately, and, and should have gone two hands. And, and it's probably the only blemish on Alex Carey's keeping um, you know, to date in these six test matches that we've played in England. And, and it did really cost him. You know, Brook early, uh, who went on to bat incredibly well and get 85 off 91. He did also nick one through the slips as well. Uh, a couple of balls later, so I think it was five off nine when he, when he nicked the next one and, and just a couple of rash shots. And then from there, he just played incredibly well. So that was that there. The other one was, was Ben Duckett getting dropped fairly early as well off Warner and just a very, I don't know, soft effort. He did beat him for pace in the end. It did take it pretty lax. And those ones that are above your head, you do need to get your hands up quick because if you don't, you know, the other ones there, the seems, you know, if, you're, if they're in front of your body, or to the side even, if you are a little bit late, you can give a little bit more. So you've got that little bit extra time if you are a little bit late to it. But above the head, you don't have much give with your with your shoulders there. So it does just hit, if it's in the top part of the hand, more in the fingers, in the fingertips there, which you, you take them you know, normally. Um, but if there's got a little bit of pace on it, it does just break through those fingertips. And it just seemed that, yeah, Warner wasn't, wasn't exactly ready for that one. He had Smithy's drop um, off Crawley 
uh, a little bit just after that as well, which was which was frustrating. But that was a full length up, and sometimes he takes them, and you go, "Oh my god, it's an absolute screamer!" So he can't really hold that against him too much. And Crawley didn't go on to hurt the Australians, but that is enough on the drop catches. There was one a little bit later actually on um, with Mitch Marsh, but um, it didn't hurt them as much as as a couple of those uh, those other ones there. So. Speaking of the, the batting innings, as it went on really, really fast, and again, just that that backward point. If you, if you, even if you just go back and watch the highlights, there you'll see the amount of times that just a sing, an easy single was there, and it just relieved that pressure. And that's the thing you do see, like obviously a few of the shots that would have went down there, they did, they would have been four for sure if if they didn't have the guy back there. But it's just the you you're wanting them to play that type of shot and nick it right, rather than just be able to just dab it in there for one. So. I just feel like that, yeah, I don't know if that tactic has worked for the entirety of the series and, and it, it continues to happen. And it just allows these guys to see them get starts and starts and starts. And, and so many of these batsmen each and every game get that and they end up getting themselves out at some point. Whereas they could get themselves out a little bit earlier if they have to go for these type of shots. So yeah, very early partnership, getting out to 62 before the loss of Duckett. And they end up losing three quick ones. Yeah, it was Crawley then and then Root at three, uh, three for 73. So yeah, um, bowling-wise, to start off with, uh, again, just straying a little bit to the leg side, it seemed, on, on Duckett early on, which just gets him in that little bit. Um, and then from there, they did bowl a lot better, and he did, you know, he does seem to square himself up a bit, and a few of those went out to the offside in gaps, um, luckily for him. So bowling-wise for them, the start was solid. Pat Cummins looked really, really nice. He ended up going for a lot of runs. He was 10 overs for 50, but his first over, he could have got, um, yeah, he could have got Duckett with that one off Warner. And then he had a few player misses and almost a chop on. So he started really, really on song. And he ended up getting that, that beautiful wicket there of um, of Crawley, which is, is where they're going to get him out, just on the top of the bounce, a little bit closer to his body. Um, he's not one to, to really pull the ball as much as someone like, you know, Duckett or or Harry Brookwood on that, on that or Stokesy on that kind of length. Um, so he's one to, that's his sort of nicking length there. Similar to that of, of Joe Root, just a little bit outside the off stump. Or, you know, or close to off stump there, four stumpish, um, where they can nick that to the slips, and that's where Paddy got Crawley there on that one. Um, so yeah, first first few partnerships there were solid um, until that first the first partnership sorry was solid until that first wicket, and then it was really it was Moen Ali and uh, Harry Brooker, and Moen's done a really really solid job and uh, slow for the most part until he got into it, and that that dab over the that dab over the keeper's head there, literally straight over his head, was absolutely incredible, and the timing that you need to have. To be able to do that was was amazing. So well done to him. And then they gave Todd Murphy a ball. He bought one a little bit short and got pulled for four. And then he, he got in with a beauty. Just a little bit of a drift in. And then, uh, yeah, obviously went on with the arm. Just went straight. Obviously, you know, early on in this test match, not much spin. Um, and just beat him for flight and, and dip. It was great. So... Yeah, again, people will say, yeah, why isn't Todd Murphy bowling? And he didn't didn't end up coming on at the end and, and getting that uh, getting that last second last wicket there of um of Mark Wood bowled through the gate there, pretty much the same as um as what happened in that in that first one with Moen Ali and, and you look at this and, and you compare it to a couple of the last Test matches and a few of the times there Wood he was really loving the pace and they just didn't bowl the spin. Happened again here as soon as they brought Todd on, gets him out so. Yeah, just really strange the, the tactic sometimes um, on that one, just giving him a different look. Like he obviously likes to hit the pace with the pace on the ball and he has to create his own pace when Murphy's there and, and just gets him straight away. So, Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Yeah, I just feel like that's something that they need to look at with the, the certain types of batters that they have out there. Some of them just enjoy a certain type of bowling and, and Mark Wood can just get out of the way and swing, swing his tits off. Yeah, perfect. Exactly what he wants there. Um, so that was that. Absolute beauty from Ben Stokes there. That, that beautiful one where he, he angles it towards Lake Stump and just a little bit of late swing and, and seam away. And, and Stokes is just like, oh, too good. Too good for me on that one. Joe Root just trying to, yeah, getting a little bit too cute. He dabbed a couple down, um, you know, pass down to third man, I should say, and and then end up trying again on one that we just came back a little bit more. So well bowled by Hazelwood. A little bit of luck, obviously, and, and same with Bearstow to come uh, to chop one back on. But it seems to be you know, the way that these guys play a little bit. They look, get a little bit too far outside their body, and, and you, you open yourself up to a chop on, uh, unfortunately, there. But, uh, yeah, really, the, the highlight of this innings was, was Harry Brook. And some of the shots, man, the... The pull shots, the six off not much of a length, the, the straight drives that he had, a couple of the cover drives were beautiful. Once he got a couple of those crap ones out of the way uh, where he nicked them a little bit too far outside his body, he was really compact from there. And I just love his setup. I love his stance and um, yeah, he can just, his ability to play really straight and get onto the ball straight away. He looks like he's very much concentrating. You see some guys look, just look, a, bit, look a little bit lax. He's just on at the right time. Um, and he's, a, yeah, he's an absolute treat to watch, that's for sure. Um, yeah, Besto, no no good for this one with the four. Stokesy, the three. Again, that's where Aussies really got on top. End up seven for 212 before, you know, Wokes um, continues to just do really well with bat and ball. And then Woody came together and, and put a few on and then obviously got broad um, and then Wokesy at the end. So Starkey, good uh, good bowling from him again. Obviously went for a little bit, five and a half and over, but most of them were, were pretty expensive. And of course, Todd Murphy, the one they didn't want to bowl, uh, was the lowest in the economy. And that's with a few, you know, Good shots from from Brook and um, and Moen Ali at the start of his of his spell. So yeah, I think hopefully in the second innings they'll use him a little bit more. Um, he should be bowling more, uh, same or more at least of um, of Mitch Marsh. You'd say like he should be the fourth most amount of, of overs. You'd say yes, but uh, yeah, at least ten. You'd say in that one. Look, yeah, you look at the others and it's thirteen and fourteen. So there's not too much room to grow. But and yes, you can say that the the pitch was offering a little bit more for the pace bowlers, but the numbers don't lie on this on this front. He got a wicket in his first over, so obviously, you know, it took Moen Ali. He was out there for forty-seven balls and a lot of time, um, and Murphy gets him straight away. So it, it does mean something, right? Um, that's all we need to say on that one. Let's go to the Australian innings then. And Uzi really just batting time, which is great. Seventy-five balls, twenty-six runs, making sure he got to the end of the day in that twenty-five over. So very slow going for him, but he allowed um, 
yeah, it allows this team, the Australians, to get into a bit of a groove and, and work towards a, a nice score in this first innings. And Warner just keeps getting out to that ball. And, and for some reason, he tries to, hit, to score runs off that. That one that's just above the stumps, you know, maybe fourth stump there. And he's trying to open the face a little bit and, and play it through, like, cover point where that gap is. And it's just, it just he keeps getting out with it. And it's just, oh, he needs to put it away because he plays some terrific shots. And, and you saw that in this innings again at 24-52, scoring solidly enough. And, and it just seems to be, yeah, that when that pressure comes on a little bit, he seems to just want to get that one away. And he should just, he's so good just to wait that little bit longer, unfortunately, and we lose him. Um, so one for 61 there, Marta's coming in two off 23. So hopefully he continues his form, and we do see a big innings from Smithy. And I'd love to see Uzi you know, be the anchor again um, for this innings, like he has been in many others. That's where we're at, heading into day two. As I said, I really think that these three here, Uzi, Labashain, and also Smithy, uh, it's their time to step up and, and really just dominate and win this test match. There's been so much talk about this rain-affected fourth test and and if Aussies just come out and, and win this one then there'll be no talk anymore it would have been three two yes if they yeah they should have won that if it was if there was play at least for another 50 overs or something like that they would have won most likely but uh it didn't happen Australia's keep the urn if they win this one it's three one and you can't say anything more it would have been three two as I said if they won so um there's a lot on the line in this test match I feel and it doesn't it doesn't seem like it's, uh, you know, people have taken their, their foot off the gas. Australian looked like they wanted it as much as, as last test. And, you know, the, the English guys did stray off their line a little bit on certain balls, but they also still bowled with a lot of class. And, you know, Broad went for 1.6 and over. Anderson went for three, some of his highest of, um, of, the, of the test matches here. And, and then two for Broad and 1.6 for Woke. So, yeah, we'll see, see what happens if the Aussies play a little bit more aggressively in the morning. But, um, yeah, like there's nothing you can say that, says that the England are out of this at all. Um, yeah, so I hope you enjoy day two. It's going to be really, really fun watching the Australians bat, and I can't wait.